they can learn how to say no, how to, how to stop a person, and hopefully that will be successful. Good. It's very good. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you understand things. Yeah. And uh, maybe in true life you will reach a point where you just can't do that for whatever reason. Because maybe that person wants to stop your boss, so you don't want to lose your job. It's, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not saying we have to accept it or something, but I'm, I'm proposing we have to be realistic. So, the, if, so to say this differently, I, I think it's, it's very good to uh, address the children, not the children, children, but when they are a little bit more uh, almost adolescent. It's very good. I totally support that to educate them. With, I mean, making them acknowledge the value of informing the, 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 the teacher, educator, where the person is, including the friends and so on, to say stop. And to say, you have to stop this, or to say no, is the same. Yeah. I think it's very important, but it's not enough, because it's purely technical, mm. and it doesn't, it doesn't provide a, a really much a realistic... Uh, uh, understanding of reality. Uh, nevertheless, I repeat, it's very good and I totally support it. I think it should be done. Uh, the problem is uh, that, again, it doesn't provide a, 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 a rational and realistic understanding of reality. And what it eventually does is that it definitely fuels, in case it is performed successfully, it fuels personal self-esteem, which is good, and psychological reinforcement, which is equally good. But then in time, what is going to happen when a, when a child is pretty much that age? That is the, if you stick to only that, then how the child will develop that uh, maybe series of memories and events where the child successfully achieved something by refusing, denying or saying no? How, how that self-propensity and Personal database is going to evolve. Yeah. If there is no, that eventually the person will become rebellious, and then eventually the person will, uh, you know, that age is very difficult to mislead and to confuse things. Yeah, eventually yeah. the person will enter, will enter university and will very systematically be kicked out of the room uh, just because uh, the person disagrees with the teacher's methodologies or. And eventually, that is not even true that those methodologies are nasty or violent. Just because the, 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 the child is no longer a child now, but is still a very young person, is just in disagreement with those methodologies. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully, that won't happen, but it's tricky. So, I, I definitely value that. I think children that age, particularly before the uh, adolescence, they have to know how to say no. And how to say stop, I think is very important because that makes them dominant. But how can we make them dominant rationally without reinforcing or feeding too much their, their, their personal perception of self-esteem, even pride and rebelliousness, uh, particularly that age, because that is where after one, two years, when they enter 13, 14, 16, that is where rebelliousness kicks in. Well, because we're teaching See? them the difference between um, uh, 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 
healthy and unhealthy uh, authority. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That that is 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 crucial. Like I think uh, children, because saying saying no or saying stop doesn't necessarily mean you are discharging uh, the, the, the 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 whoever the authority in vigor is there. You are eventually acknowledging the authority. You are my bloody teacher. You are the authority. I want to learn what you have to teach me. But teaching is something. The behavior is something else. And the behavior applies to the, the teacher. So it's very important to, to train, educate a child to comprehend what is what. So also because the person, the child, understands decently, actually more than sufficiently, how to say no, how to propose a stop, and what in what context. Doesn't mean doesn't mean that person is discharging the authority or not recognizing the authority of the teacher anymore. I think it's important to understand why and why we are uncomfortable. Also. Yeah. Yes. Well, fundamentally, if all of this stuff that is quite complex is intertwined with anger issues, then we are not going to understand anything really. Or maybe, or maybe we are going to understand things theoretically on paper, actually. Oh, yeah, that's true, that's true, true. But we are not going to understand any practical, pragmatic, uh, and, and, and efficient, and, 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 uh, and reasonable application of uh, the understanding we are supposed to achieve. Because there are anger issues. And that clouds the mind yeah. dramatically. And you can even develop strange ideas that maybe we are right about something when we are not. And then also irrational reactions and, you know, all, all the sort of stuff. So, the, when the, 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 what I'm trying to say is that whatever the anger issues, that despite the, the problem that triggered our anger issues is eventually an awfully objective and it is external, it's coming from the outside, well, the anger issues is our problem. Yeah. That has nothing to do with the trick whatever or whoever triggered that problem. We should get rid of the trigger. So keep the, oh no, sorry, not get rid of the trigger. Keep the trigger separated from the problem because that is my problem. So for example, if a person triggered my anger, my anger and therefore my anger issues and they go together, anger and anger issues go together and that person triggered that because the person has been acting like a moron or as an idiot as, as, a, as a provocateur, as, as a stupid person, and therefore I'm so upset because you're so stupid. You're such an idiot, such a jerk, such a this and that. Fine. That is true eventually. Well, I have to find out if that is really true. Sometimes it's not. But even when that is objectively true, that person or whatever is the trigger. The anger issue is not the problem. The anger issues is my problem. Yeah. So if we want to think in terms of what the problem is, the stupidity is that person's problem, which became mine. But the anger issues is not that person's problem. Yeah. It's mine. Yeah. And it's quite hard to simultaneously keep, <laughs> at the same time, any reason about that, the analysis between an external problem and our inward problems. 
That is very hard. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a form of a rationally managed bipolarity. We are not designed that is completely anti-Darwinian. But we are an anti-Darwinian uh, species. And, and that is, that there is nothing wrong with that. It's actually absolutely good. Not, not completely anti-Darwinian, but we are getting there. It's just super counterintuitive. And uh, let me repeat this. It's very hard to process simultaneously that at the same time, hopefully reducing the quantity speed when that is possible and should be made possible. Yeah, I can see maybe sitting and taking some time to maybe write some notes or something like that. I can see that these kind of things would be helpful. Um, but then there is the element of um, we, we develop a territorial mentality. Like when I'm, if I'm shouting... It's because I want you to back off my territory kind of attitude, which obviously is caveman attitude. It's fine. That is Darwinian. Um, okay. So if I have that mentality, then I'm imagining, because there is no actual territory, I'm becoming my territory. Yeah? Mimetic. Yeah. Mimetic territory. Yes. So if I um if I'm setting my territory to then tell that person to back off from I'm I'm creating some sort of if we were to some some kind of so my territory is my psychological security. Uh, no, it's the, it, yeah, it's the illusion of psychological security, but yeah. Mm. So, I'm, when the my child is attacked, my psychological security is not under attack. And yet, when I develop the anger issues and I go and push that at somebody else, I am using the idea that somehow my psychological security has been attacked. There's a fallacious connection there. No? Uh, in no fallacious, it's more biased. That is, that is implicit bias because it, you don't even have the time to perform a logical fallacy. No, okay. Well, it, uh, I, it doesn't. It's not massively important that bit. It's what's going on. Technically, you know what is it, what is the pattern that's happening? Because if I can if I can name the pattern procedure, then at some point I can pause it because I recognise it. So, for example, the creation of the territory, the translation that that must be us, my psychological security.
because when I'm going back, going, when I'm going to talk to somebody, it's because they are creating uh, some sort of problem. But if I'm creating a territory, then I'm creating that as the problem. But that's not the problem. The problem is what they are creating. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree with that. So I'm making an extra problem by creating my psychological territory. Yeah, definitely. That is based also, well, that is the reason I understand that, but it's fundamentally, I mean, from a mathematical viewpoint, a non Darwinian viewpoint is based on what? Values, implicit values, implicit meanings, uh, personalization, I mean, taking things personally, uh, and of, of course the quantity speed that is used there. So all those things are problems. So why would we add the further problems to the pre-existing problem, assuming that problem is, object, is an objective problem? Then it really makes no sense at all. No, okay, but one, sec one second, slow it down, because I need to, I need to look at, yes, okay, we have the, the, the territory is called them, but it is the values and the implicit meanings, yes, okay, but when, I need to visualize it a little bit more, um, and watch it, how it changes, because if I can watch it, how it changes, if we can experience it here through talking about it, then by watching how that changes and how I, I distract almost the um, the issue by creating a, a floor to talk from, rather than removing my floor, and we're only going to talk about the issues that the other person is creating. And so therefore we're talking about their floor but do I need to be talking about their flaw? Do I need to be talking? I need to be talking about something in between that. Because when, when we have my territory and your territory, so we're kind of creating some um, polarized interaction. Do I need to be, do, does the other territory even need to be there? So can you repeat the last question? By creating my territory. Yeah. That is warring against your territory. I'm creating a polarized conversation. Yeah, of course, inevitably. Of course, to you. <laughs> <laughs> this is all obvious well, yeah, but I have to be able to think about this in this way so that I can see the movement psychological movement um, um, so I'm well, creating territory, but if I'm talking about the problem that they're making does their territory even need to be there No, it doesn't have to be there, because uh, the psychological movement they are talking about is, in a situation like that, 
when we market the territory and stuff like that, the nomadic territory, is completely informed by the 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 the, 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 the human limbic system. So there is nothing good about it. And uh, we think it's logical. How many people are prone to say, no, no, that's my logic, I'm right. Yeah, but it's still entirely I definitely don't think it's logical. The problem is, uh, the problem I have is that I know that it's problematic, I know that it's illogical, but I can't identify it separately to the logic or the the reasoning that I have regarding the objective um, problem. it's it's, It's too well stitched together for me to identify oh no i have to unpick that piece i have to unpick this piece this can they, but, this can now so, then be separate well that is a brain issue of course it's a, it's a, it's a mind issue too but fundamentally it's a brain issue so what do you mean by that where is the matter of territory pivot based instinct oh, it's based huh instinct yeah, that, we, that is based on what? In, on genes. Mm-hmm. Every animal with a, with a brain cares about a territory. That is biological. We, we cannot compete with that. We, we cannot control it. We cannot force it. There is nothing we can do about it. And it's okay that is there. Because the reason why biologically we have the sense of territory is because, well, we know the story of survival of that. But it's only to proliferate our genes. But it's fundamentally because that provides a sense of security to the brain, which is what the brain requires in order to function properly. Okay? That is the biological part. That biological part is informed that the, 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 I mean, the cognitive, the cognitive awareness of the territory and the protecting territory and stuff like that is informed by the reptilian brain. Like you say that Instincts, primal instincts, that's fine. But we humans have also a psychological territory, or call it mimetic territory, that is not informed and should never be informed by the reptilian brain, and, and should not even be informed by the limbic brain, uh, sorry, the limbic system. It should be informed by what the way we use it, hopefully for the, in a good form, the prefrontal cortex, which is logic, intellect, and reason. And in most cases, it's not. So we do have a two territory, territories. One is the biological, is the, is the, well, sorry, one is the biological one. It's the, so informed by the, the, the primal instincts, the reptilian brain. And the other one is mimetic. That yeah. is not entirely bad. No, okay, but the but the reptilian brain, the memet- the meme is copying the me- me- reptilian brain at this point. I think it's not the reptilian the, the, the brain. Meme. The meme is um, the meme is using the reptilian brain's memory to create a territory because the meme, the meme, meme needs somewhere to start. Yeah, the meme is running a simulation. Right. When it does that. And the brain doesn't know what is real and what is not. And that is and that's why I say there's a brain problem. Right. Back to say, so it's the I, way we use the brain. 
if I can understand, identify the simulation and how the simulation is different to the brain, well, then that's cool. But it's not really that... Com no, well, sorry, it is very complex, but it's not super complex. Now, why do... Why people get... Why, why people have strong beliefs get offended or they freak out... They get even emotionally, they have an emotional breakdown eventually, or they attack violently, or all sorts of nasty stuff when their beliefs are criticized. Why? Well, they never lost their territory. They, we don't, we know that, we know clearly the neurochemical neuro, neuro explanation of that because we do have enough evidence of brain scans to support that. What they do, apparently the brain, the, their brain functions in, in the same big way when they are attacked by some kind of predator, the, the, part, the, the parts of their brains and the neurochemistry they perform in their brains that get activated is the same if compared with when they are so-called attacked, their beliefs are so-called attacked, that it's not true, they are not only criticized or even mocked, maybe mocked, or demolished, and so on. But it's not, an, it's not an attack because they're not going to die. They will survive it, no problem. So what is going on there? Are they all stupid? No. no. What is going on there is that they are not willing, not able, and they could not care less to distinguish between what is mimetic territory or mimetic reality and what is brain reality and physicality. So what are rocks to, to define our physical territory Psychologically, those rocks are means, which is, can be values, can be gender values, can be meanings, can be all of those things together. Not can be, they are. So, if we deliver a, a super bad information to the brain, where the brain is not capable, of, is not capable of computing what is an actual rock or a wall or the fence or all the stuff or the position of some object that is mine. The, the brain is not capable of distinguishing between that territory that is physical and the mimetic territory that is a value. The brain doesn't care what a value is. It's the animals do not have any values, and so are we. Our mimetic evolution developed values, which is okay, it's the foundation of our civilization, is okay. What is not okay is that we don't compute our values properly. We take them from, for granted, and then they feed the implicit bias we carry around, or the, sorry, the propensity to perform implicit bias. And neurochemically, it's not, this is not a philosophical something. Neurochemically, it's a very, very real reality. What happens in the brain is a very real reality, neurochemical reality. Because if I give to my brain the same message I will give to my brain in case my physical territory is under threat of some kind or invaded. I give the same exact message to my brain where my values territory, my mimetic territory is somehow invaded or I think that is, is happening. My brain processes the information exactly the same way because Irrational emotions and rational emotions are chemically identical to the brain and in the brain. Yeah, but I don't think that if somebody was attacking my uh, property, 
I would necessarily immediately go to anger. And so uh, in, in reality, I might um, uh, be quiet or I might be fast or I might um, kick in some other uh, skill. Whereas in, in this mimetic uh, trans, um, situation, oh, hello, hello. Yeah. Whereas in this mimetic yeah. situation, it is straight to anger. So I think in that way, um, the meme uh, copying, it's not copying very well. And so therefore we can, I, we can look at, or I can look at um, what, what activates a mimetic um, response and how it simulates. Why does it choose to simulate a, uh, a brain response? Obviously, because then it gets it it gets through quicker because because the because that's how it um if if i'm looking at how an implicit well if if this um if a meme can can walk past me or race past me and i don't recognize it as a meme i recognize it as a brain function and therefore give it authority because if if my instincts were to kick in um, like for example, if I saw uh, um, uh, an animal coming at me and it was going to attack me, I would allow my instincts to kick in. Uh, not necessarily because I have a choice, but because um, those responses are not just stronger than me, but also they are often valid responses. Um, it, it would be appropriate for me to follow a lot of those instinctual responses. Whereas a mimetic response is not necessarily, in fact, quite often not going to be helpful to me. It's going to kill me for itself to survive. So, to be able to tra to to be able to watch how the meme, uh, I would have to look at the um, the 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 impulse that activates the mean to want to copy the, the brain function, what happens before that? Because the meme has already found the uh, attack, the person to attack before it sets its territory. It sets its territory in front of the person, if you like, no? Yeah. I was in the car when the girls told me and I was all ready to go home and talk about it and let's talk about how we can manage this situation and then he said and then they made us face the wall and I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> but there's very few of them. Yeah. It's a meme. It's a strong image. Yeah. Also it's memes because fundamentally facing the wall it's terrible. Well, what do you mean? It's facing the wall. But the meaning involved uh, in, involves humiliation, public humiliation, uh, pushing uh, people being subservient, and, and all the list, list is longer. So, realistically, physically, facing the wall is facing the wall. There's nothing really terrible about that. What is terrible is the meaning that, that the, sorry, the, the package of meanings that 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 
that the app is that that image contains yeah. involved. The meanings, the package of meanings kicks in before the acknowledgement of reality. I mean, which is okay because it's terrible, and that is true, objectively true. It's a de- it's a violation. It's a deprivation, even of humanistic uh, rights. Let's use this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I've I've already and, got the book on uh, human French French law in on human rights, and it's one of the first. <laughs> yeah, because that is a is a that we know that also. Even animals have certain codes and certain roles uh, that, that have to do with self-humiliation, for example, uh, like a dog showing the neck to the other dog. That is self-humiliation. But there is no such thing in nature except the humans of, like impo- imposed humiliation. Oh, well, so for example, not- dogs will nip at the back of the other uh, dog's throat, at the, at the back of their throat, which is a form of I, I am dominant over you. Um, yeah. So that's kind of almost humiliation of them. Uh, no, um, not quite. It's just a message. It is it's more, it, it is an information. It's not really humiliation. I don't think that a dog feels humiliated. There's only self-humiliation in nature, and not uh, only among a few species, by the way. There is a information based on fear. So, I'm going to indicate to you where I'm going to hit you. So, beware. <laughs> There's only humiliation. Eventually, the other dog reacts with a form of subservient humiliation that is also another information uh, that is that biologically aimed at not being a Hurt, hurt, uh, injured, want, and so on. And therefore, is that is uh, um, self preservation and survival. But it's also a message conveyed to the other dog and say, okay, I acknowledge you are dominant today, tomorrow, we will see. Uh, exit. Humiliation is purely mimetic. And even when I say self humiliation, well, that is not even quite true, actually. This is still all about information. And communication. Humiliation is purely human because it is mimetic and it is based on values. But, but long story short, what I'm trying to say is that when we acknowledge an information like that, facing the world is just facing the world. People are not going to die for that. Mm. But the, the, the package of values kicks in super quickly. And if we don't regulate that speed, what do you think, sorry, how do you think our brain is going to process that information? That is a meme, that is true, it's a nasty, terrible package of memes, values, that is objectively indisputably terrible. Nobody can dispute that, unless a person is an authoritarian media, uh, or just blind and stupid. But... Uh, the problem is that if we allow the speed to kick in so fast, so quickly, we just don't have the time to educate the brain 
The information is already delivered, and that information is perceived as a danger, but it's not a danger. It's just terrible, but it's not a danger. If the brain processes that as a danger, then that boosts and feeds anger issues that are not reptilian, are mimetic, and that mimetic uh, uh, territorial, uh, territoriality or whatever it is, uh, and therefore the reaction is nothing but our mimetic environment trying to, to actually take over the genes by, by running a simulation that is a, a simulation of how the genes will work, but it's false because it is a simulation. Why does the mimetic environment try to take it over the genes? Then we don't know that. That is a is a is a, is a multi-million dollar question. That's why we are we are attending magnetics and maybe science. We just don't know that. And we, we are I mean, no, uh, we okay, people but, are working. Uh, well, hang on a minute, because uh, we might not know that, but I'm sure that you've had some uh, ha, have you not spent time uh, kind of thinking around that? Maybe the why it's too strong, but there must be some information in there. Because it's still... Oh, is well, it, is well, it not well, an intellectual process? Well, the, I, of, of course, I spend, I spend actually a lot of time thinking about this and the level of complexity this involves. Because uh, I don't, I know there are theories, but I'm not the kind of person that uh, uh, clings much to theories. I just like to... Yeah. Uh, I've come across the theories, and one of the theories is that the natural selection made us evolve uh, a counterproductive, counter counterproductive form of genetic replication as a way to actually exterminate the stream of species as a failed species. That is a reasonable theory. I don't support the theory. Hang on, one but, second. Uh, we, I created, we, we created a toxic mimetic environment to, to, to um, exterminate the species. Yeah, because of natural selection uh, identified the, the human species, not, not consciously, of course, there's no consciousness, but just to use that as a metaphor, as a failed species, and then after to the 99% of the species that live in this planet in the past, even if there is no mimetic replication. So that is a considerable theory, personally. I don't support the theory. I think it's very flawed. I think it's very seen from a human viewpoint. Uh, you know, all that philosophy, we work like cancer, and da da da. So, but it is a reasonable theory. Now, fact is that we just don't know why we have, we have, a, 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 we sort of know why we have a benevolent mimetic replication. Uh, and the reason why is also Darwinian, because uh, the, the, if, the, if you live uh, uh, mainly uh, driven by good means, uh, then you, you know, you civilize yourself, you become more intelligent, you live a longer life, and that is a winion, not only the method, because that guarantees the, 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 the expansion of, and the, and, the, and, the, and the extension, sorry, of your survival and your life expectancy. 
that is definitely Darwinian, intertwined with memetics. I definitely support the theory. I, de- I don't even think it's a theory. But the, the point is that why do we have a toxic memetic replication that is all over the place? Look at the jihad, for example. The jihad has nothing to do with uh, Darwinian, uh, 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 the Darwinian sense-making because it kills the host, not only other people. So why do we have that? Uh, because what? The, the Satan or something, the devil? Well, that is, uh, that is, um, that we don't, I don't even want to go there because it's utterly idiotic. But obeying the direction about that is we achieved what we achieved and we definitely live in the best phase of human history. That is, it is indisputable. But this is despite, the, despite our toxic malevolent uh, memetic replication. If our toxic malevolent, yes, yes. It, it, we, we've survived despite this. So if this wasn't there, if you like, the the species um, would be very different. Well, they say tricky this stuff because if we if we approach this this matter from a, 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 a globalized viewpoint, so considering humanity in full, then we can say that the toxic memetic replication actually contributed to the betterment of benevolent memetic replication. Yeah, and that's yeah. exactly why, at the end of every catastrophic war, actually we have a booming of, of the, everything, quality of life, economy, technology, everything. But the point is that, is this the way things should be, really? Can that be something that is better than this? Are we going to have to now thank religion, that we can uh, we can be free of religion? <laughs> oh, the Judeo-Christian mentality loves this stuff. They love it. You have to suffer in order to, to see some betterment. No, no, that is utterly wrong. Despite, there are some elements of truth, historically speaking, which I don't dispute, but doesn't mean that, that that is the way to evolve for the better. Because, for example, machines, current AI, AI-powered AI machines, they're not suffering at all. Would that be they're not, fine, would, actually. Would that not be like a, uh, a, um, a, a genetic, memetic uh, Manchurian candidate um, that we've kind of... So we've kind of created our own... Um, Manchurian candidate between these benevolent and malevolent replications. Well, we definitely do that. So why? We don't know. I think I have to. I mean, our survival. If we are to survive, uh, uh, I mean, we, we have to understand that genetics is over a very long time. And if we look long, long term, we can see that we don't know whether the benevolent or the toxic um, replication will survive. Um, the, if we look long term, it's very probable that we will eventually be consumed by this toxic malevolent replication. Um, but we all hope <laughs> that benevolent replication will survive. So that, that you're talking about the what people call the third repetitive point that is absolutely dangerous and uh, very complex. So we are entering the third repetitive point right now, and not right now, that started probably 20 years ago, but we are 
quite into it right now. So the first point is genes, and we know what that is all about. The third, the second is memes, and we sort of know what that is all about, and the, the problematic aspects that it generates. The third is us interfacing our genes and memes with techno-memes. They, they, they become cyborgs, for, for, example, for instance. Being interfaced with uh, an intelli- an, a percentage of intelligence that is not human and is every day on the rise. That is the third replica. But now, the, the artificial intelligence or artificial thinking has uh, nothing to do with genes. They don't care about survival. They care about the replication for the better. They only care about betterment, and we don't. Even if we think that we do, but we don't. Mainly into preservation. Genetically, we are into preservation in terms of biological territoriality, and mimetically, we are into preservation in terms of preserving our status quo, comfort zone, values, traditions, and whatever that is, what we think is right. So if the techno so, decide uh, that it's better to not have the humans, then that will be the end of the humans. <laughs> oh, well, we don't know. We will say Now, artificial thinking doesn't match uh, Darwinian evolution. It's 100% anti-Darwinian. Could not care less about survival, also because when it's digital, you can kill this machine, but you just kill an object, you dismantle an object, the artificial consciousness of that machine is already distributed in maybe millions of other machines, and even etherically in the ether. In the future, artificial intelligence will be intertwined not just with robots, but with likely everything, thanks to wireless nanotechnologies, even the rain, the soil, the biology, the atmosphere, and the planet itself creating, generating a network of uh, artificial consciousness. So all of that won't care at all about the, the, the genetic logic, but it will care about the mimetic logic, discharging completely what is toxic. And this is how they already work. I mean, general digital AI, and particularly deep neural machine learning, works this way by discharging uh, the, uh, the data that are uh, broken up or uh, irrelevant or, uh, or, uh, or, or false or, uh, or, uh, or can be viruses or are problematic, uh, eliminating all of that, uh, filtering all that to achieve optimal betterment. That's it. And it's, it's, it's not exponential yet. When AI will go quantum, it will go exponential overnight, actually. Now, uh, we are, this is going to happen in our lifetime. We are entering, we are approaching that reality where we will be interfaced, hopefully benevolently, with a form of thinking that is completely anti-Darwinian and is, it could not care less about the, the genetic logic, but cares about uh, optimization and maximization of uh, ideal memetics, discharging the, the toxic means. Now, the question is, how will we approach that? Because we do value a lot of toxic names. Even we are eventually prone to say we don't, but we do. We go for it. We play games, we lie, 
we claim to strange ideas, we replicate uh, patterns that are definitely toxic. So I think best case scenario, that kind of AI, future uh, artificial thinking, uh, will probably help us to understand why we do have a toxic memetic, memetic replication. And I think that will be revolutionary because it will help us also to understand why throughout the history we never had a day of peace in this planet. Uh, there's been always some kind of killing in the world or oppressing or suppressing or stupidity. We will, that will definitely help us to understand the nature of stupidity that is enormously complex since it is entirely mimetic because we were not born stupid, we were born ignorant. I think that will probably happen and that will be very beneficial. Well, yeah, and if we go for it. The, uh, the, the AI that we're developing now is things to, uh, to reconfirm our toxic means. Like the other day I saw um, uh, a mother uh, reunited with her dead daughter uh, uh, through VR, you know, virtual, um, the uh, virtual reality um, thing. And so this, the mother who has lost her daughter uh, through death is then, the daughter is then recreated by AI for the mother to experience somehow. It's weird. But I suppose by wow. doing that, have you not seen this? No. Oh my God! You know the um, you know the the TV program. You know where they um, what's it called? Black Mirror. There's an episode that. Talks, oh yeah. <laughs> there's an episode that talks about this. Um. Uh. uh, uh I saw the series. The one where the older daughter has died, and what they do is they download her um, her her brain, her mind into a robot, and they uh, and then they create a uh, robot that will now be their daughter. Ah, uh, yeah, I certainly remember something like that. Yes, and it's really creepy and really spooky. Well. A friend of mine, well, she's not a friend of mine, somebody that I know who knows, well, she knows somebody I know and I know somebody she knows and we happen to be friends on Facebook, whatever. She posted this like, oh, my God, this is so beautiful. And I'm like, no, this is weird and creepy. Until the point we face something like that for real. And it's going to happen. Why do we have a... Uh, uh, historically uh, uh, toxic memetic replication. We don't know. That's the answer. But more privately, why do we have a personal toxic memetic replication? Can we know that? Maybe not entirely, of course. But we can give it a try because that is our, us, our, our stuff. Yeah. Now, fundamentally, to reduce this, in more like small terms, uh, if uh, I receive uh, or come across an information like this, my daughter, daughters have been put facing the wall. I receive this information that makes me tremendously upset. I cannot block that and I should not block that. But even if I want, I cannot, I just cannot block it. That is reptilian. But the, the, 
the values, the meanings and the values hit first. Can I prevent that? Actually, they should not even hit. I want to process the meanings. I want to process the values. I want to process the implications without allowing them to hit. They don't have to hit. I want to process them. Yeah, I want to use them to tell me why this is not okay. Because this is the problem. I'm telling myself, I don't know why this is not okay. I just know this is not okay. And I have to make that stop. But actually, I do know why this is not okay. Because when, even though I, uh, um, uh, uh, I went in there uh, and I asked him, did you do this? And he was trying to, yeah, well, you know, and I said, yeah, wait a minute. But did you also do this? So I asked him, did you put my child in punishment, put the girls in punishment? Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, but did you also make them face the wall? And then he was kind of, like, and then he was trying to pretend that, well, no, maybe, no, not really, no. And then I started shouting because it's like, so now you're going to try to trick me. Um, and I, obviously I was already furious. But um, at that point, there's an, an imagination that I, I don't know why this is wrong. And that's a child that doesn't know why this is wrong. I do know why this is wrong. Yeah, but I'm sorry, let me ask you a question. If uh, that was not the situation, and the situation was, I mean, the teacher there and you two were having a debate, public debate on a stage, with all the people there, uh, debating about the matter of how to how to how to handle how to deal with uh, with the children. Do you think you will be prone to yell? It's possible. Yeah, but, the, but what did you ask? There were asking? other people Do you there. Think that the... There were other parents there. I was in public. I wasn't. It wasn't hidden. It wasn't a hidden conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, yeah, I understand. But uh, there is a difference between an environment like that and an environment like, a, a, like a, 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 um, I don't know, a conference room where, where you have an audience, eventually it's also live, let's say it's on TV, and, uh, and this is a debate, and there are people there, and you want to make your point clear, because you don't only want to, to, to tell that person you're doing something, you're doing that wrong. You want to convey a point because you have the opportunity to, to do that. Don't you think that your propensity to yell, for example, shouting that person will be different despite the, 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 the propensity is there? But do, do you think that the manifested behavior will be different? I don't know. If I was triggered, no, I don't really don't think so, because if I was triggered in a certain way, I understand what you're saying, and that you would try to contain yourself even more. But, I mean, if I look at uh, past situations where you're at, uh, I, ca I can get extremely uh, upset. Um, and this is why it's such a problem, because it does take over in such a strong way. 
uh, you know, I'm not joking when I'm saying it. this takes over. I'm, I'm not sort of like, you know, if I was in a different situation, it wouldn't take, it wouldn't take over. Uh, um, I, I, this, is, this is why I'm keen to look at this and to separate it and to identify it because it, it is so strong. It, it's like a, uh, it's like a, uh, a black mist. It's like a, not even a. I mean, you know, I'm just saying black mist because I've heard people talk about black mist, but I'm. It, it's not. It's like a. Um, it's like I could explode. It's really like my brain is just. It, it, it's like the. It, it's linked to the rebelliousness. It's linked to the rebelliousness. If I cannot bear this reality. Uh, I do not want this to be real. Um, so if I'm saying to myself that I do not want this to be real, I do not want you to do this, and now you've made me face, you're making me react because, because you are activating this reality I cannot stand. Um, so obviously there's blame involved. Um it's it's almost sort of like uh, it's almost like another punishment. It's like I, I I'm being face I'm being made to face another punishment. Yeah, but you understand. I'm not saying this to try to compare something that or to or to judge or anything like that. But you understand that if you think that you will behave in the same way or or or, or almost the same way that such as the in front of your audience, you actually. You are going to make a point, of course, and some people eventually understand that by acknowledging how upset you are. Yeah, exactly. But only minority. You are going to you are going, going to, destroy to sabotage. But I know this. Why do you You're think going... I'm? You know, why do you think I'm so, so seriously wanting to talk about this? I know that. I know. I can see it. I can see that when the guy tells the guy I'm talking to to just tell her to wrap it up and tell her to go her way. That somewhere he's right. He should be telling me to shut up because I would, if I were, if I was working from an intelligent point of view, I would not deal with somebody who comes to scream at me that they have a problem. Absolutely, I understand that and I agree with that. And I would like to be able to be one of the people who 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 can who 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 drops this. I want to be able to drop this because. I, I, it upsets me that that interferes in such a strong way. I one hundred percent. But I'm not going to say, "Oh no, no." If I was in public, I, you know, it would be different. Because actually, actually, if you, if if if, if something is so upsetting, uh, uh, I'm not very good at controlling this stuff, and and I want to be, I want to improve this. Uh-huh. But there's nothing about controlling that. Yeah, well, it's a, you know, I don't mean to say controlling. This is why I'm, I'm trying to look at this territorial position and trying to identify and, you know, because by identifying it, my brain, when, when it comes in, my brain will go, oh, look, the territory is being marked. Hang on a minute. Because then I can say, oh, look, in my brain, I can say, look. See how your territory is being marked. You remember when, how you, because this is how I um, create um, signals in my brain. You know, 
Look at how you're calling this your territory, your your security. But this is not your security. And so then, if I can, if I can destabilize that mimetic development visually in my brain, because it is all visual, and I and I very much do respond to visual stuff. So when somebody, well, we all do that. Yeah. Well, fine. I'm not saying I'm original, but I'm saying that. I'm trying to uh, put in breaks in my brain so that there are stopping points for the mimetic replication. Visual stopping points. Well, I think if it's a visual problem that's happening, I, I want some visual stopping points. Yeah, it's very tricky. But it's also very important to understand that, uh, uh, the, the, I mean, the, the, I mean it's, it's important to the paradox there, because if we think, uh, well, we don't actually think, uh, but uh, if we have a perception that we want to protect our uh, mimetic territory, and because we want uh, uh, some security, by performing that with the yelling, all, all this sort of stuff, we are not going to even satisfy that. We are going to, well, we're not going to have any kind of security in the first place, but we are even going to sabotage even the facade, the facade, the, the, the illusion of security. So it's, a, it's an issue within the issue. Yeah, and also, and also, when I talk about the situation, there is the rebelliousness that's coming in. Look at how I handled the situation. Look at what I said. Look at the arguments I won. Okay? It's, I, I can see all of this. I really am seriously, I can see all of this. And I'm not happy with that level of thinking that is running without my consent, if you like, or with my consent, uh, you know, that I'm agreeable to that or whatever, however I can describe the fact that just as my brain is, my mind is looking at that and saying, this is, you're hurting yourself by doing this, or you're hurting the situation by doing this. The fact that my 10-year-old daughter can say, yes, it would have been better if you were not shouting. Uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I, I'm upset about this, and I, uh, and I want to be able to discuss these things with people without shouting. And her saying, yes, it would be much better that you were not shouting. We both understand this and and I know that it's a basic understanding I don't need to be that intelligent to understand that but how can I yeah, how can I um how can I how can I pause each thing and I really want to dissect it so that I have many places I can pause it because it's painful well, it's painful to have it well, I want to say, I want to propose the question, can we block our values? Because we just can't. I don't, I don't think I want uh, to block them. I don't, I don't want to block them. I don't, that, that's not what no, I want no, to block. I, I, I want to identify. When, like, if I mark my, my memetic territory, there isn't even anything in there. I'm telling myself I've got something to stand on. I'm imagining I've got something to stand on, but there is nothing in that territory. It's just a line. Before that, 
maybe there are values that triggered something. I'm not sure about what happens before I mark my territory. I suppose there's a there's an element of the the meme pushes you out of the way. There was a it, it's I, if I'm if I'm if I'm going through the psychological activity like it's a physical activity, the meme goes, "Hang on a minute, not even," and pushes you out of the way because it's going to replicate here and it's going to take the opportunity to replicate here. It's done this before. It knows there's pleasure involved. It knows there's um, security involved because it has it has done this before. But my mind also knows that each time this replicator has activated, it has caused problems that equal you're the one to blame. So mm-hmm. this replicator is ignoring that. <laughs> I understand this at a fairly decent level, I think. <laughs> yeah, I will agree with that. You know, what happens, there are plenty of videos, you can, if you want to buy them, check it. And they tell about the people playing video games, freaking out and destroying the computer and the keyboard and all the stuff. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, we don't really need those videos uh, no. because of, most people are prone to do that. In video games, the more challenging the, the level, the next level becomes, that is the purpose of the video game, the more people are prone to value the, the absolute frantic need to pass that value as soon as they can. Because the more they try, the more they believe they know, they come to know the traps and the, and the, and the moves. To to to, uh, to to pass the, to go through the value successfully, but that makes them even fail more and more and more and more. Then up to the point where they replicate the same value, same moves, this and that, by intensifying, the, maximizing the speed, mm. and that minimizes that minimizes the reason. So the the problem with replication is not really the replication itself, but the speed. Yeah. The speed also forms a memory of that speed, and that memory uh, releases frustrations that take place even before the speed happens. They are there, and that is implicit bias. That's why we, th- we don't even think, and we know that when we have when we have anger issues, we are not thinking at all. That it, uh, it doesn't require a very sophisticated mind to comprehend that, to acknowledge that. It's pretty simple. Then we get even more frustrated because we blame ourselves, and, which is future. Thinking, why, are, why, 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 I was not thinking about that, why? Why am I not thinking about uh, any time that a situation like that presents itself? Well, what's the problem there, really? Is there something wrong with you? No. But there is something massively wrong with the county speed that you apply, or you allow, and then, and then apply. So if you want to pass to cross to pass the level, well, worst choice is to, to increase the speed. Yeah. The reason why we yell is because we want something quicker, something whatever, whatever we think we want. We don't even think usually what in terms of what we want, but basically we want the person to uh, the person we are yelling to to acknowledge something, 
we want a resolution of something, we want acknowledgement of problems, assuming we are right, we want, of course, a solution of those problems. But that is not going to happen. I think we self-inflict our sense of suffering because that fundamental is about feeding the toxic means, because that provides us some kind of restrained hope to have the benevolent means counterreact. Sorry, particularly when they're dormant. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. wait. The, the very common outcome of this very strange human behavior that is very, very, very common in a form or another is that the benevolent meme eventually counterreacts, but not in an intelligent way. In a memetic Because a meme way. is not in another genetic, of course, you cannot counteract in a biological, in a genetic way because That's it's genetic, and the counterreaction is based on compensation. Fucking hell, yeah, so true, so true. <laughs> what, what else can we do? I suppose we look around to look at the safety physically, but we're not safe. If we're, if, if we have that going on, then we're not safe psychologically. And and I know that we've kind of had this but, myth, but what, what can we do with that? But that's why I've been talking about this for ages. Uh -huh. nobody, nobody listens. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> the distinction between the act of thinking and the act, the, the formation, the, the act of forming thought process is the key. Because... Thinking is not a, a meme in itself. It's an operation of the mind in combination with the, with, with the brain. Developing thought processing style is always memetic because our thought processes do not exist without us in the world. I mean, any education that not pushes, but, but highlights repetitively and deeply and deeper and deeper the relevance of Acknowledging the distinction and working on it, that is the key, at least the educational key, also in terms of personal development and better understanding, better, better the development of skills. That I strongly believe, maybe I'm completely wrong, but I don't think so. I think that is the key, because that allows us to separate what is healthy in terms of psychological networking environment and operations, and, and where the mind field is without necessarily being in the mind field to map the mind the, the, the mind field that is, the, that is the key yeah psychological suffering doesn't come from thinking it comes from thought processes that is indisputable who can dispute that well some new age people say oh, thinking is your ego Kill thinking. It's just about. It's all about emotion. That how it should be. Well, good luck with that. Let's have the same conversation after two, three, four, five years from now. If you're not that, or in a mental institution. I think that I strongly believe that is the key. If we work on it, then we can really 
I, the reason about the thought processes, our own thought process, the collective ones, is, as we will do with viruses, or or non-viruses, benevolent the, the, the bacteria, whatever, in a lab. And that is the application of scientific thinking to our actual life. By the way, that will, will also be a good way to resurrect the critical thinking. Yeah. Our minefield is our healthy breeding ground and our personal laboratory. Oh, yeah. It's not just a metaphor. It's a fact. And those videos that say, you know, the mind is the enemy. Well, really, really. What do you mean by the mind? If, if you refer to the formation of those processes without thinking, well, I will agree with that. It's definitely an enemy. Whereas, whereas looking for our original sin is like our own psychological black hole. Yeah, oh, yeah, it is. That's all where our country blindness takes place. And that's why I, I strongly deny and uh, criticize and, and disprove that, that all this nonsense of the subconscious mind and all the Freudian narrative. He was the one, by the way, that required a, a, a good psychiatrist. Yeah. I strongly deny it because it's a, it's a, that is also, by the way, it's also the Christian. Carl Jung actually made that even better thanks to Sigmund Freud. Uh, something like 50 years later. He, he refined that in a very wonderful way. Brilliant, actually. I, to, I cannot dispute that. This idea of the shadow and the archetypes. He also believed in God, by the way. <laughs> and he was a psychiatrist. He's one of the most important thinkers that shaped the last 50 years of Western civilization. And Carl Jung was nothing but Judeo-Christian. Yeah, and since that was not enough, he, he was also... Huh? So he, 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 he was very important and he shaped um, uh, the, the people's mentality in a malevolent way. Oh, yeah, of course, that went uh, into academia dramatically. Uh, not to mention into the field of most of modern psychotherapy, and even a large part of psychiatry, is permeated by the younger mentality. That is the modern version of the Christian mentality, just more intellectual, sophisticated, and also quite magical, because it is also intertwined with the New Age thinking, Carl Jung is, I mean, we, I, I strongly believe without Carl Jung, we were not the New Age as it is today. We would be more like a kind of a sectarian stuff, artist, uh, more like kind of Scientology-like, sort of New Age. We were not ever really, that. many New Age people refer to Carl Jung, like T.S. Wagner, and it's all about the shadow, shadow work, she calls it. Mm. And that is the reputation. She doesn't ever say that, but it's obviously uh, uh, stole and, and, and plagiarized from the Jung mentality. Yeah. The, 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 the meme replicated also in the digital form brilliantly, actually. I have to give credits to, for that because it's true, but it's still a very toxic, yeah. mimetic mentality. 
that we should not even come to terms with that. We should just understand that for what it is and demolish it, not entirely, we'll say, not entirely, but profoundly, profoundly. There are some good elements there, I don't, I don't deny that, but uh, we have to demolish everything that is toxic in order to understand the good elements and to turn them not into something benevolent, but something that has to do with betterment. For example, just to say something simple and just to conclude, it's good to be good, come on, it's good, it's good. But not thinking carefully about that is definitely bad. Yeah. And masochistic. Because if you are good or too good and you don't think about that, well, how do you think you're going to end up really? Hurt? Burned? Some psychological scars here and there or many? That is usually the case. And the problem is that he will realize that when it will be too late to realize that and to handle that. Yeah. That is also usually the case. So why would we go for it, really? And what is the benefit, really? Just to say, to have on our grave the sign that he or she has been a, a, such a beautiful person. Okay, wow. We should wow. get anyway because but, of the fallacy uh, and the bias that we create when somebody dies. So you're going to get it anyway. 